It's time for Weekdays with Wilk. Your daily dose of sports and how it affects the state of Utah. Here's your host, Tanner Wilkinson. Welcome on in. It's Wednesday. You're halfway to your weekend. Uh, kind of weird that this is tonight's the last jazz game we're going to have for about 10 days overall between the All-Star break and just getting back of the swing of things. Uh, really weird. But, uh, hey, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, University of Utah's got a big game tonight. We'll talk about Donovan Mitchell in the three-point contest. Let's uh, go ahead and jump on in to the rundown. Do you know what a rundown is? Uh, can you get this rundown for me? This rundown better be really good. But it sounds like the rundown's really important. Nothing seems to be stopping the Phoenix Suns these days and not even the loss of their top player. The Suns able to pull out a 114-104 win over the Lakers despite the ejection of Devin Booker. The All-Star scored 17 points before being thrown out for arguing midway through the third quarter. Dario Saric picked up the offensive slack and scored 10 of his 21 points in the fourth quarter to help Phoenix secure its 15th victory in their past 18 games. LeBron James scored 38 points for Los Angeles, which has lost 5 of 7, and they have got a lot of injury problems in L.A. Trey Young scored 13 straight Atlanta points in the fourth quarter and finished with 18 in a 94-80 stifling of the heat. John Collins scored 17 for Atlanta, which lost at Miami on Sunday and fired coach Lloyd Pierce on Monday before ending the Heat's six-game winning streak. Nikola Jokic recorded his ninth triple-double of the season and 50th of his career while the Nuggets were clobbering the Bucks 128-97. Jokic furnished 37 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds as Denver stopped Milwaukee's five-game winning streak. The Celtics picked up their third straight win as Kemba Walker delivered 25 points and six assists in a 117-112 decision over the Clippers. Jalen Brown finished with 18 points. Jason Tatum and Peyton Pritchard each added 14 for Boston. Clippers played without Kawhi Leonard and lost for the fifth time in eight games. The Knicks' three-game winning streak is over after Trey Lyles, of all people, scored a season-high 18 points. DeJounte Murray added 17 in the Spurs' 119-83 blowout victory. San Antonio had eight players score at least eight points when Patty Mills and Lucas Samanich each added 14 points for the Spurs' seventh straight home victory over New York. The Grizzlies posted a 125-111 win over the Wizards behind John Morant's 35 points and 10 assists. DeAnthony Melton and Dylan Brooks each added 20 points and helped Memphis record its first road winning streak since January. Top 25 basketball third-ranked Baylor clinched its first Big 12 regular season title, but number 2 Michigan was unable to wrap up the Big 10 crown. Jared Butler scored 25 points, and the Bears bounced back from their only loss of the season by outlasting number 6 West Virginia 94-89 in overtime. Davion Mitchell furnished 4 of his 20 points in overtime, including the go-ahead basket. Matthew Mayer had a season-high 18 points as Baylor rebounded following Saturday's 71-58 loss at Kansas. Taz Sherman came off the bench to score a career-high 26 points for the Mountaineers. Meanwhile, fourth-ranked Illinois made its case for a number one seed in the NCAA tournament by crushing the Wolverines 76-53. Andre Curbelo provided 11 of his 17 points in the first half to help the Illini build a 33-22 halftime lead. Illinois outscored Michigan 22-5 in the second-chance point column and held the Wolverines just 35% shooting from the field. Trent Frazier led Illinois with 22 points, and Kofi Cockburn added 12. Eli Brooks was the lone Michigan player to score in double figures, finishing with 11. Another top 25 men's basketball final scores, Jaden Shackelford scored 23 points, made five three-pointers, and helped number 5 Alabama quash a second-half threat in a 70-58 victory over rival Auburn. The Crimson Tide went on a 10-0 run after the Tigers pulled within five late. 
Moses Moody nailed four three-pointers and tied his career high with 28 points in 12th-ranked Arkansas's 10th straight SEC win, 101-73 over South Carolina. The Razorbacks hit 15 three-pointers to continue their longest league win streak since the 1994 national champions won their last 10 SEC regular season games. Kai Jones came off the bench to score a season-high 17 points in 15th-ranked Texas, pulled away from Iowa State early in an 81-67 win. Courtney Ramey added 14 points for the Longhorns, who scored the first eight points and broke things open with a 17-0 run that put them up 28-13. Number 18 Texas Tech rolled to a 68-49 win against TCU as Kyler Edwards contributed 17 of his 20 points by halftime. Edwards started a 7-0 finishing run in the first half with a layup and capped it with a three-pointer for a 36-22 lead. Freshman Zach Eddy scored a career-high 21 points, and Jaden Ivey added 18 as 23rd-ranked Purdue, earned a 73-69 victory over number 25 Wisconsin. The Boilermakers have now won four straight and five of their last six games. That's your roundup for this Wednesday. A lot of college basketball action last night. I uh, want to talk about the Suns. They're really good. Uh, I think the fact that they've actually got some decent coaching down there and some consistent coaching, and you've got good leadership out of Chris Paul. You're starting to really get Devin Booker going as much as, you know, I don't like Booker's personality, and he shouldn't have been ejected last night. Officials need to be held just as accountable as players are. Why is it that we announce player fines and players, you know, making mistakes, but as soon as anything with the officials comes into play with their question, why is it that, you know, they don't announce that officials are being fined? Why don't they announce that, you know, this official has is suspended? You know, because those things happen, I think, more often than we realize. And uh, last night was atrocious. As much as I don't like Devin Booker's attitude and don't really like him as a person, that was uh, that was ridiculous last night. But Phoenix is a good team. They're uh, they've got a chance to win a playoff series, no doubt. Going to be interesting. They're in the two seed right now. Going to be really interesting to see where they ultimately finish up. Oh, and uh, it's been a you know what? It's been a long time since Chris Paul missed the playoffs. I was just thinking about that. It's got to be close to a decade uh, since Chris Paul missed the playoffs. Maybe exactly a decade. The more that I'm thinking about this, huh? That's yeah, because I don't think he missed it with the Clippers. That's super interesting. Uh, Chris Paul, uh, and then obviously getting OKC to the playoffs last year was quite the feat. And we kind of figured Phoenix would be a playoff team. But, you know, they got good depth, too. Uh, Cameron Johnson, Michael Bridges, Jay Crowder, really good role players, guys that know what they need to do when they're out there. Good depth at point guard with Cameron Payne and Javon Carter. Langston Galloway is a good, you know, option to have as a guard. They're just built fairly well. They've got the right uh, amount of right group of guys and the right amount of depth. Can they stay healthy? I think they'll be fine. I think Devin Booker's got to be a little more careful and realize where his leash is at when it comes to, to uh, you know, with the officials. But Phoenix is good. Are the Lakers in trouble? Uh, they're just in injury trouble. That's really all it is. I. I'm not. I would not be worried if I was a Laker fan at all. They're still, I think, the clear favorites to win the title. Just a lot of injuries right now, and the Anthony Davis one's very significant. A lot of your role guys are kind of in and out right now. Nothing too much to talk about there. Lots to talk about in college basketball, though. Man, what a fun couple games 
Uh, good bounce back win for Baylor, and then Michigan loses, so Baylor likely going to be number two again in the polls, depending on how the rest of this week fills out. Illinois likely going to jump up to number three after that win. Uh, West Virginia is an underrated team, though. They played Gonzaga the hardest, and then they almost beat Baylor. I uh, I really like West Virginia come tournament time. I think they are going to have a good shot to get to the Final Four again. Um, and I really like Illinois, too. Illinois is a team I've always really liked. They got beat up pretty good by Baylor early in the season, but the Illini are legit. I would, uh, I would almost put them in that same category because Baylor's kind of separated themselves from Michigan again. So I'd, I'd definitely go Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois. But that's something to keep an eye on. These The polls, uh, they won't come out again until next Monday, but, man, really interesting. There's already some conference tournaments going on, too. That's uh, that's something we'll keep an eye on as the week progresses, Heading in, and uh, obviously talk about that heading into your weekend. But really good college, high-quality college basketball last night. Really enjoyed that. A, a shocking release in the NFL that I want to get to, uh, the Miami Dolphins releasing linebacker Kyle Van Noy. Dolphins are saving $10 million in cap space. To drop Van Noy, he signed four years, $51 million, had six sacks and 69 tackles in 14 games last year. He had some injuries. But Van Noy was really good. He's a really good player. I really don't, you know, Miami was kind of building around him on defense, and now they're letting him go to save some some money. And I had this conversation with a good friend over the weekend. You know, he's like, man, with the amount of money Deshaun Watson makes, is he allowed to ask for a trade? You know, should guys like this, and this is why. Again, we talk about loyalty within players and loyalty within, you know, oh, it's just a business decision. Well, maybe Deshaun Watson wanting to get out of there is a business decision for him. You know, I get why that upsets people and why that rubs people the wrong way, but Miami's saving a lot of money getting rid of Kyle Van Noy. Now Van Noy gets 30 of that $51 million guaranteed, so he's still going to be making a lot of money. It'll be really interesting to see where Van Noy ultimately signs. Please come to Arizona. He's my all-time favorite BYU player. Love Kyle Van Noy. And I'm happy for him that he's really been able to play well in the NFL. I thought Miami was his home. You know, because New England, you know, Detroit was a disaster. New England gets him for cheap, turns him into a really good linebacker. So I'm, uh, I hope he, I hope he finds uh Hope he's able to find a spot that helps him continue to grow, continue to play well. Still only 29. Hasn't hit 30 yet. Playing really good football. Yeah, Love you, Kyle. I, I, legit, he's my all-time favorite college athlete, even more than the great Jimmer Fredette. And as a BYU fan, that's really saying something. I absolutely love Kyle Van Noy. Um, Jazz in Philadelphia tonight, taking on the Sixers. Uh, Joel Embiid is expected to play in this one. He kind of backed out at the last minute against Rudy, so this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, I think the Jazz have a good chance to close this out. I think they're going to come out a little more hungry because the Miami game, they played fairly well most of the game. It was just kind of, you know, Miami pulled ahead at the end. That was an awful third quarter against New Orleans. And I think that was a good wake-up call for this team heading into the break, and they need a good win to go before these next 10 days off. Because I don't think, if I remember right, the Jazz won't play until the 13th, if I remember correctly, in terms of uh, when they play next. It's going to be a very, very uh, long break for the Jazz. 
me see. Is it, it might, maybe it's the 12th the Jazz are back in action. Let's see here. So on Friday the 12th, yeah, the Jazz will host the Rockets at uh, Vivint Smart Home Arena. So something to keep an eye on. Something to keep an eye on moving forward. Uh, trying to get a win before you have this long delay. Always good to end on a note. Uh, really interested by the Utah-Oregon State game tonight. I think that is going to be a very underrated game. Uh, Utah's coming off a really good win against USC. So uh, that'll be something really interesting to watch as well. You know, how do the Utes continue to come back and continue to play well? Because uh, the consistency has been the number one issue for Larry Kraskoviak this year, without question. Uh, also with the All-Star break, I'm excited to see Donovan Mitchell participate in the three-point shootout. It's an interesting group. Uh, Steph Curry and Devin Booker both in it. Steph's obviously done this a long time. I think Devin Booker's won it before as well, if I remember right. And then you got Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Zach Levine. I don't think this contest really meant for Tatum. He got takes a little bit too long on his shots. Uh, kind of the same with Levine. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm overthinking that, but it should be a fun uh, three-point contest. Action tonight. Detroit visits Toronto. Indiana will be in Cleveland. The Jazz in Philadelphia. Brooklyn and Houston, the return of James Harden. That's at 5.30 on ESPN. Atlanta visits Orlando. Charlotte in Minnesota. Chicago in New Orleans. Oklahoma City visits Dallas. Golden State in Portland at uh, 8 p.m. on ESPN. Lakers visit Sacramento as well tonight. Top 25 college hoops. Creighton visits number 10 Villanova on FS1 at 6.30. Boston College and number 11 Florida State. Number 19 San Diego State is in Vegas to take on UNLV. Oregon State will visit Utah at 5 on ESPN2. Game picks uh, for you today. I like Toronto over Detroit, even though the Raptors are lo- they're missing a lot of guys and even coaches with their uh, with uh, their COVID situation. But I'm still going to take them because Detroit's that bad. I like Indiana winning at Cleveland. I think do think the Jazz get a win tonight against Philly. It's going to be a grind-out match. I like Brooklyn over Houston. That should be an easy win for James Harden and the Nets. I'm going to take Atlanta over Orlando. I'm going to take Minnesota over Charlotte. I'm going to take New Orleans over Chicago. I like Dallas over Oklahoma City. Portland-Golden State should be a good one. I like the Blazers at home in this one. Lakers and Kings. I'm actually going to take the Sacramento Kings tonight. I don't know why I've got an itch to take Sacramento, but uh, something just tells me the Lakers are trying just to limp their way into the break, and it'll be this. the break's not going to benefit anyone more than it will the L.A. Lakers. Uh, college basketball, I like Villanova over Creighton, although that'll be a solid game. I'm going to take Florida State over Boston College. I'll take San Diego State over UNLV, and I actually think the Utes go out and get a win tonight on their home floor against Oregon State. That is a look at Weekdays with Wilk. I'm your host, Tanner Wilkinson. Hey, don't forget to love one another.